0: State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And welcome in to the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is Mr. Andrew TD King. Rob, how are we doing, sir?
1: Man, pretty good. Uh, good overall week for fantasy for me, you know, sweating out one here with this Monday night game, but, uh, you know, overall good best ball is all completed. Got one going through nice. some, some, uh, uh, bets went through this week pretty well. So, uh, yeah, man, good overall week. How about yourself?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Christmas was uh pretty profitable, uh, in the NFL and, you know, hockey before we didn't take the, or took the nice long break and NBA alike. So made some money this weekend. Fantasy was good. Got, uh, three teams. Potentially moving on to the finals here. I've got one that's locked up, and two that are, you know, in some races tonight. I've got, you know, Keenan Allen versus some points. I've got a race between Deion Jackson and Michael Pittman that's going to, you know, probably drive me nuts for another three quarters here. So, yeah, pretty excited and anxious and sweating out this list uh, last Monday night before we hit the fantasy football finals. Uh, in today's show, we're going to be breaking down the Week 16 action, talking about some guys that have gained a little bit more trust from us, or maybe have lessened. Uh, the trust to start them in week 17 in the fantasy football finals. Uh, how many teams do you have uh, potentially moving on or do you have any locked up, Andrew?
1: Yeah. So I have two already locked up going to the championship, uh, sweating this one out. I got the Chargers okay. defense versus uh, the chargers kicker and I'm currently okay. up by eight points right now. So
0: let's go. Let's ride. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. I like it. I like it. I like your odds there. A lot of defense going on so far in this game. So. I would really appreciate if uh, the Chargers would score some points so I can also continue the profits here. Uh, let's jump into this week's breakdown of games. Where do you want to start? Top of the card, bottom of the card? Uh, we've got Jacksonville or and the Jets or Tampa and Arizona.
1: Oh, We'll start with the Bucs, Cardinals.
0: All right, starting from the back end. So, wow, what a game. Uh, Buc- Buccaneers were really trying to shit the bet early. We're able to come back, rally, get some points, and get into overtime and win. Uh, not s- some great performances here, though, for fantasy, though, outside of Leonard Fournette um, and Rashad White. Rashad White did find the end zone, but obviously his production was, wasn't was as consistent as Fournette in this game. But we just have not seen any consistency from Mike Evans. I feel like he's a big question mark for next week in Week 17. Uh, Chris Godwin did have eight catches for 63 receiving yards. That seems solid. Russell Gage. Production has been kind of coming on recently um where are you at with mike evans i guess we'll start with him is he someone that you're willing to roll out next week
1: oh playing carolina
0: at home uh,
1: I, I mean probably i i guess again it really depends on your situation you know i i don't mm-hmm. know who else you would have on the bench like you know one person that comes to my mind that might be on your bench is jahan dotson you know that's an mm-hmm. interesting conversation to have uh it, it shouldn't be but unfortunately it is i mean mike evans just has been very disappointing um yeah, I mean, I you're probably starting him, you know, depending on your situation. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. It's not somebody I want to necessarily start. You know, I have mm. much more faith in Chris Godwin. But, yeah, I think Evans is probably startable. Um, You know, it, it really depends on your situation. I mean, I think we're probably going to field a lot of questions with Mike Evans in it this week.
0: So if, if you were looking at, say, Garrett Wilson going up against Seattle or Mike Evans next week, which way would you go? And Garrett it looks like Wilson. the Jets looks like the jets are getting back uh mike white
1: yeah garrett wilson i don't even care if it's zach if it's zach wilson to be honest with you um it, the, it's just he gets so much of the target share i mean you, you know mm-hmm. you want opportunities and uh you know he gets a lot of them you know as opposed to to mike Evans. so yeah i would definitely go garrett wilson there
0: Let's see another another close one uh we'll stay off christian watson because he might be potentially hurt next week uh not a great matchup juju smith schuster versus denver or mike evans versus Carolina
1: oh pff, damn that yeah that, that's a very tough one um
0: i think i'd still go juju man mike evans has been super inconsistent i mean let me pull up his, his game log here
1: yeah that's created a, a first point. rounder
0: for him in, in dynasty so you know i i've definitely felt the effects <laughs> this last game three for eight three catches on eight targets 29 receiving yards ouch Game before that, one of his better games in his last five, he went five for nine and 83 receiving yards, no touchdowns. And actually, he has no touchdowns through his last – well, he has not have a touchdown since week four. My goodness. (laughs) I was about to say, like, oh, his last six or seven starts. No, it's been since week four. It's a long time. Uh, San Francisco, the week before that, four for nine, 44 receiving yards. Week before that, week 13, four for four, 59. Two for nine in week 12 after the bye. I, it, production just doesn't feel trustable
1: yeah man i want to say juju but I, I i don't know i mean that one's very close i i'll lean mike evans right now um i i do think he can potentially get more targets than juju you know there's a lot of mouths mm-hmm. to feed in in kansas city and they can True. just do whatever they want you know with with all their weapons so i i probably still go mike evans but again i i mean i don't feel good about that
0: right i i hear you i would i would probably lean towards juju just because of the potential up, uh touchdown upside and i'd have to look i, I feel like You may have had a touchdown in that game against Denver. I could be wrong, though. I can pull that up here. What about Tom Brady? I mean, one one passing touchdown, two interceptions. I started him over guys like Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Gardner Minshew this week, uh, Aaron Rodgers as well. Not feeling good about it. Again, I'm in a situation where I still may win, but I'm in a precarious situation. And thank goodness for all this defense that's going on right now. My goodness. Yeah. Where are yet with um, we yet with Tom though against Carolina next week.
1: Yeah, uh, I I think he's startable. He he's probably going to be a top end quarterback too for me. Um, you mm-hmm. know, depending on on what your situation looks like. Yeah, I mean, I I think Tom Brady's you know startable next week.
0: I would like to be off of him if I can. I would mm-hmm. like to be off of him if I can. Uh, moving over to the Cardinals, uh, feel really good about James Connor moving forward. Still mm-hmm. been super consistent for them despite the the negative. Quarterback situation, 15 for 79 and a touchdown. He seems uh, like a lock for, uh, for next week. What about uh, DeAndre Hopkins here? Only one catch for four yards. I know he had a more than a handful of targets here, but that seems like another situation where if you have an option, you may need to get off of him.
1: Yeah. I, I don't want to play him. Um, If it's Trace McSorley who's throwing the ball, um, you know, I'm, I'm a Penn state fan. I watched a shit ton of Trace McSorley. Very exciting Mm -hmm. young man that can, uh, that can run the ball very well. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's a whole nother beast here in the NFL and Trace is just not cut out for it. And I mean, he can pepper um, Hopkins all he wants, but I mean, his his passing was just abysmal. I mean, he just couldn't mm-hmm. put balls, you know, a- on target. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to start DeAndre Hopkins. I, I would seriously try to fade him. I mean, you know, going back to the Dotson situation, I might mm-hmm. I might just want to play Dotson. You know, it's it's really hard. To, to sit DeAndre Hopkins, but man, that's just Trace McSorley is not good, and um, you know, I I don't know if you want to rely on. I know you think to yourself, okay, I can't really take Hopkins out of my lineup, but you got to think about it the other way. Do mm-hmm. do you really want to trust Trace McSorley to help you, you know, a uh, win your week by getting Hopkins a bunch of targets, you know, on on target targets at that? So yeah, no, I I, I want to fade Hopkins if possible.
0: So let's play the game a little bit here, uh, Darius Slayton next week or deandre hopkins uh us. Slay- well so arizona gets atlanta first off Air- atlanta is a very good matchup pretty much for anybody um and then let's see the giants get the colts who are also a good matchup for receivers i probably they get go home. hopkins
1: there okay. i just you know i mean i don't know, if, you know obviously we'll get to that game but slayton mm-hmm. was kind of uh, uh kind of an afterthought this week you know Hod- hodgkins and or hodgins and them mm-hmm. did pretty well this week so we'll get to the you know when we get to that game but yeah i'd still go hopkins there
0: Okay, what about uh Deontay Johnson next week? Deontay uh, Johnson gets Baltimore at Baltimore.
1: Okay, probably still Hopkins there, yep.
0: I'm trying to think of another Jayon Dotson's a good one. I think that's a good example of, of someone to ride with. What about uh Tyler Boyd?
1: Mm. Nah, Hopkins. Okay. I mean, I, I will probably end up having him be a low end wide receiver to, you know, t- uh, top tier wide receiver three next week. So, I mean, you're probably still going to sure. play him. But I mean, you got to know that that you can, uh, you know, again, you can get a one catch for four yard game. I mean, that's a that's a real possibility. Again, now, obviously, the ba- the matchup, like you said, is much better next week. So you got to feel right. good about that. But I mean, honestly, he's probably going to live in the realm of seven to 13 PPR points. If he doesn't score, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, I could see him getting there against this Atlanta team, but you know, you just, you got to understand that it's uh, a potential, you know, stinker of a game.
0: And then what do we think about Greg Dorch and Marquise Brown? Dorch obviously had a pretty big day. 10 for 98. Doesn't really feel viable to you know repeat Marquise Brown, a down week three for 57 yards are there catches. Not so much.
1: Yep. No. I mean, honestly, I have a hard enough time playing Hopkins. I'm not starting one of those guys. You know, I think Connor's the only one in this offense that you can really actually feel decent about sticking in your lineup.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move on here to the enigma. That is the Los Angeles Rams. They put up 51 points on the Broncos. <laughs> Baker woke up feeling dangerous, baby. I guess so. I mean, man, Chris, Christmas came right on time for Baker. That's for sure. Uh, 24 for 28. Is he 28. Playing himself into a
1: contract somewhere? I
0: have to imagine so, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how friendly the contract's going to be or if he's going to be able to go somewhere and compete, but given the quarterback market right now, yeah. I, I mean, I would imagine he's, he's going to be on a roster next season, clearly. It'll probably be the Rams. They were the only team that tried to obtain him when he was available through waivers. So I'm just assuming he'll probably just stay there and back up Matthew Stafford. I don't know.
1: Okay. I was just curious. I mean, I've been obviously he's been playing well, so I was just like, man, is he about to be a starting quarterback somewhere?
0: <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about a starter. I mean, I feel like he would just stay in LA if he can. Um, given the situation, obviously there's been some success. <laughs> uh, I, i.e. this game, yeah, 24 for 28, 230 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, Russ Wilson did get touchdown number 12. He tied the amount of bathrooms that he has in his house. So, <laughs> good job, buddy. Uh, still threw three interceptions somehow. Uh so yeah, some big highlights here. Some just like gl- glaring, like, what was that? Baker Mayfield, we just went over him. Then Cam Akers, 23 for 118 and three rushing touchdowns. And then Tyler Higby, nine for ninety-four and two receiving touchdowns. Like, no one else did anything on the ground. And yeah, there other people caught the ball, but Those two players were the majority of the Rams offense this week. Are you willing to buy them again in week 17? Uh, Who the Rams have? The Rams have the Chargers at the
1: Chargers. Cam Akers is interesting. I mean, the Chargers suck at stopping the run. You know, they are not very good whatsoever. So Cam Akers is very interesting. Um, I think that, you know, Higby is going to be a borderline tight end one for me, you know, just due to the landscape. Mm-hmm. So I could see him being relevant next week again. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, we see this a lot. You know, when either a new quarterback comes in or a quarterback that's not familiar with the situations, they try to involve the tight end pretty heavy. I mean, it's a low ADOT um, receiver for them. It's somebody that they're, you know, usually pretty reliable. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would say Higby's probably somebody that that you could rely on next week. Again, I, you're probably not going to feel great about it, but, I mean, due to the landscape, I mean, would you rather play him or, or uh, Greg, Greg Dolchitz? I mean, I'd probably rather play Higby, honestly. I would.
0: I would go Higby in that in mm-hmm. that situation. But if we're gonna play the game, let's play the game.
1: Yeah. Be, before game you do that, I do have a I have a quick little uh, trivia question here for you. Do you know how many how many times this year we had a tight end finish twenty five PPR points or more that is not named Travis Kelsey? So how many times did that happen this year, and it wasn't Travis Kelsey? Seven. Very close. Eight. We had damn. eight times this year. Uh, I just, it, you know, and, and this week was a very good week for tight ends. You know, Hawkinson, Higby, like you had a bunch of guys mm-hmm. go off. So I, I well, I, yeah, just,
0: those two were like literally like the top scorers, mm-hmm. like period.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually heard that stat and I was like, damn, I was like, that's, that's pretty interesting. So yeah, it was, um, yeah, it, eight times. That's, that's actually decent for, for tight ends, you know, uh, and and normally in general, you know, general, uh, seasons, we don't have too mm-hmm. many tight ends, you know, have huge games like that. Now I, I, I would consider that a huge game for a tight end 25 PPR points.
0: Uh yeah, I I consider that a huge, a huge performance for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh speaking in tight ends, you mentioned Greg Daltich. He did have one of the touchdowns in this game. Jerry Judy also looked pretty decent. Any uh love for them going into week 17? They have on deck, where is Denver? They have Kansas uh, City. Kansas
1: City, right? Yeah. Um which is a favorable
0: matchup to receivers.
1: Jerry Judy last time they played had three touchdowns, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a big game for them. They just kept for some reason scoring for some reason. I don't yeah. appreciate so, that.
1: I don't expect that for Judy, but I, he obviously, as long as, as long as he's getting these targets that he's getting, I think he's, he's definitely fine. So yeah, I, I think he's mm. okay. Moving into next week. Um, Don't really want to play Dolchitz if I don't have to, I do think he's still an okay option for you. He's, he, he's, he's more of like a floor guy, right? He's not going to kill you because he's probably going to get some points, but he's also not sure. going to have that like 30 point week. Like it's just not going to happen for him. I don't think so. Yeah. I think Judy's viable. Um, do if you really have to Sutton, I have Sutton on two teams I'm advancing with, uh, to the finals and I'm not playing mm-hmm. him either. I, I just, I can't trust Russ, right? Like you, you just can't. Right, yeah. so, ju- no, I
0: I've been off. I've been off this wagon for a while, but I will, as someone who has been repetitive about, you know, giving advice about sitting all of your Broncos players. I do feel okay about starting Jerry Judy up against the Chiefs. I mean, we just saw the results of his uh, of his uh, last start against them. And I believe that may have been like his first or second start back from injury. So that that's a strong sign. And then he's just been a good asset for them. Like he's been reliable. And it seems like the connection for Russ has really switched from Sutton to Jerry Judy. And Sutton, I mean, he could come up lame on any play with a, you know, re-aggravated injury or anything like that. I don't, I don't trust him, but for up until literally up until now, I've been telling everybody, no, no, no Broncos stay away from all of them. I'll consign, uh, on Jerry Judy for now, at least, mm-hmm. uh, moving on, we've got the green Bay Packers and the Miami dolphins Packers came back in this one, won at 26 to 20. I don't know what's happening to the dolphins to a of Iloa, not really doing his job. Uh, Running backs, okay. Mostert and Wilson both had decent days. Uh, Waddle back in the, into the fold now. He had a really good day. Hill, pretty typical Hill stat line, four for 103, right? You know, tons of yards per catch. Uh, anyone that we're not trusting here other than perhaps Tua? Like, I feel like if Well, you, Tua if-
1: is back in concussion protocol. He, he's, he's in doubt for next week.
0: Oh, snaps. Did not catch on to that one. So. Yeah, and
1: uh, they, they didn't catch it during the game, but then they, they they went back, and yeah, I just I was reading it today. Uh, yeah, he's in the concussion protocol, and they said he is in serious doubt. Again, I mean, you know, can they really play him after what he went through this season already with the concussions? I highly no, I, doubt it. The NFL would, don't want that smoke.
0: I would doubt not. I would doubt not. I don't think the Miami Dolphins want that smoke, because I think they were also on the hot seat for um, his like pre- his previous concussion before that. Um, or maybe it was another player's concussion. I'm not, I'm not sure, but regardless, I mean, I was going to say, even with Tua, like we have to take into consideration these values because they're playing the Patriots on the road. It's going to be a tough matchup. They're going to be playing outdoors. Now, if you're telling me that what Skylar Thompson's going to be cubing. Oh my goodness. Uh,
1: it's a big hit to Waddle and Hill. Um, huge hit to them, you know, if, if Skylar Thompson's in there. So I have Waddle in, in one of the teams I have advanced into the championship, and this is not good. I mean, I'm not going to feel good about starting him, but you're going to have to. Like, I mean, like, would you start Waddle with Skyler or would you start Cortland Sutton? Damn,
0: why did you do that?
1: I mean, that's an option I have. Like, I'm thinking in my head about that team. Like, it's I have Sutton on the bench, and obviously I have Waddle. Like, that's a decision I'm seriously going to have to make.
0: Uh, I pro- honestly, man, I probably, I probably go sudden. I I've been, I've just been saying oh, over and over man. and over, don't start the Broncos, but the Kansas city matchup is way more friendly than the new England Patriots. I mean, you can, don't get me wrong. Like you can throw on the Patriots, but the game flow, I just feel like with a backup QB and, and such an inexperienced QB, like Skylar Thompson did nothing for the eye test whatsoever when he came in and filled in. I mean, I tr- I literally traded away Tyree Hill because I saw that guy play quarterback and was like, oh, I don't want any of that. And then of course Tua was like immediately healthy, like soon as after. I so, so,
1: so you so you said Sutton over Walter. What about Boyd? If Boyd, I throw Boyd in that mix. A good one.
0: Boyd's a good one. I'm not even sure who they have, but.
1: Uh, they, ooh, yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, they play the Bengals play white. The Bengals play the bills Monday night football. Oh,
0: okay. I was going to say, that's why I can't find it. It's at the very bottom of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I would, I would take Boyd there for sure. Over Sutton too. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, <sighs> damn, man. I, I feel like I'm still going to have to play Waddle and I'm just going to just, I, uh, his playmaking we, ability, is but we've so seen cool.
0: Waddle not be included in the game plan when Tua when? is healthy. You know what I mean? Like. The reason why I think that Hill will still be a safe start is the ways that they get him involved on the offense with all of the pre, uh, pre pre snap movement, right? Like all of the shifts, all of the uh, end around reverses, the pre motion uh, movement coming from left to right, and then boop, he's up, he down the you know slot wide open. Like it's it's been uh, kind of a go to thing for them whether they're going to use him in that play or not. So I feel safe that he will constantly be moving around the field and they'll find ways to get him open. But Jalen Waddle, going to be more of uh, that stretch the field type of asset, that's not going to fit in well, do, I think, for
1: Skylar Thompson. So, so two things. One, do you remember what game it was that Skylar Thompson started for them? Who, I can find who was out that pretty against? So I'm, I'm just looking here. Up. I'm trying to see how many points Waddle had uh, when, he, when he started. I just can't remember what game that was.
0: I'll tell you what, here. In, was it the
1: Jets week five?
0: the hell want to pull this guy up? I don't know how to spell this dude's name, apparently. Here it is. A.R. Skylar. 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 My bad, dog. All right, so uh, week five up against the Jets. 19 for 33. Yeah, wild with with 3 one- points. Yep, Damn. with one interception. The following week up against Minnesota, seven for thirteen for eighty-nine.
1: Yeah. The Minnesota game was good. Um, Waddle had eighteen point nine points.
0: Well, uh, there you go. So how, many, how many how many yards effort. did he have? Because there was only eighty-nine he, passing yards.
1: Uh well, Waddle had 129 yards. He he went six for ten, uh six of ten targets for 129 yards.
0: In week six? Mm-hmm.
1: So, so maybe, maybe there was the another cor- Maybe another
0: quarterback, quarterback came in or something. Is Bridgewater? Yeah.
1: Is, is that the other guy that's there? Let's see. Is Bridgewater healthy?
0: He's a potential week seventeen starter, and Bridgewater uh, oh, against Minnesota. So yeah, much more. he had he was twenty three for thirty four.
1: Let's see. So maybe it's going to be Bridgewater. If Bridgewater's healthy and and can play, uh, I would feel much better about that.
0: I would start the waddle over uh, Sutton in that situation.
1: Mm-hmm. The the other thing I'm thinking about too is right. Like Bill Belichick takes away your primary player normally, right? Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say their primary player is Tyree Kill?
0: He is, but I think that you're going to try to take away the airspace from Tyreek Hill. I don't think you're going to take away the low A dot targets for Tyreek Hill. And I don't think that low A dot targets for Waddle are productive. You know, like he's, he is that field stretcher. Doesn't necessarily have to be a complete out route, like, you know, doesn't have to just be, you know, screaming down the sidelines. He can still cut and do a lot of things in the middle of the field but his plays are going to happen downfield, you know? So, and that again, still isn't a high trust space for Teddy Bridgewater who hasn't played since he was facing Minnesota and Minnesota is, you know, like a lightweight diet, you know, secondary, whereas, you know, Bill Belichick is a heavy logger. (laughs) Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that defense is going to be a lot different than going up against Minnesota was i don't know if that was inside or not but it, it doesn't really matter like it's it's two completely different worlds you know going and playing outside also in new england in that weather like it's not going to be ideal uh the running backs i'll fire up both of them i'll take monster i'll take wilson jr and i'll take tyree kill here but i'm trying to pretty much get off of everybody else uh kind of moving over to the packers for a bit because we kind of hit heavy on the dolphins there uh with the packers <coughs> christian watson left the game seems um like he'll be good to go i believe
1: i i didn't see anything i saw somebody said that they he's probably a 50 50 shot currently right now to play so we'll see i i I do like the matchup for the packers you know so if lazard and day-to-day yeah if lazard and 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 dobbs are out there um i would say one of them probably has a pretty decent day you know take Mm -hmm. your take your pick of of those two i'm not sure who it'll be um i'd probably lean lazard only because he gets more targets normally but Mm-hmm. I do like that matchup. Um I did see Aaron Jones still dealing with that shin issue. That's why he didn't play a ton in the game. Only 6 carries for 25 yards. Like so it it you know it's probably going to favor AJ Dillon next week as well. I mean, uh, you know mm-hmm. they they came out and just said that th- that's why he didn't play a whole lot was still dealing with the shin issue. That could really come up at any time. You get kicked in the shin, you know, it, I mean, you fall on somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and the spike hits you like it could really sideline him. So again, on this same team, I have Waddle. I also have Aaron Jones. Like this team is just slowly diminishing before my eyes, and I have been dominant all year. So it's a it's a pretty shitty situation. But yeah, I mean, out of those two, if you who do you feel better about playing next week, D- Dylan or Jones? Do you still trust Jones?
0: I still trust Jones, but you know, devils in the details, right? Like we need we need more info. We'll get updates by then. He still played for most of the game. 6 carries, 25 yards, two catches for 9 receiving yards. So, a bad day. <laughs> and, oh no, no, it's 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 not good. It's not good, but it's it's not a goose egg either, you know. In in this league I'm looking at here, he had me uh 5 and 5.4 points. It's it's obviously not good. It's it's bad, right? But the fact that he was still in the game and they didn't take him out and he's kind of been dealing with the issue, as long as they don't come out and say like, "Oh, there's going to be a snap limitation," AJ Dillon will be the lead back. Like, as long as he's healthy, I mean, he's good. He's listed as day to day, I believe. So, as long as he's healthy, I'm going to start him between you, the two. Yeah. AJ Dillon, probably the better start, but he didn't look amazing in that, in this last game. Yeah, he, he did well. Scoring.
1: well he's yeah. He, he, two straight games now, right?
0: But these, pre- these previous games, Jones has still been good and he's had this injury for a while. Yeah. Um, he, he had a touchdown in week 15 still. He had a touchdown on week 10. Those are the, the bench caps of his touchdowns. So he didn't have anything in between there. But, you know, again, in my scoring, 19.6, 10 fantasy points, 18.9, 13, and then 22. And that's backing all the way up to week 10. So I feel like if you have Aaron Jones and you're moving on, you just kind of, you know, you lasted through the speed bump of, of week 16, right? Like, I feel like this matchup next week, especially in a PPR format, He's gonna be he's gonna be valuable because man, the Minnesota Vikings just allow receptions to everybody, the running backs, the receivers. Like it should, you know, be an opportunity for all these guys to feast. And I want to fire them all up pretty much. You know, Watson, if he's healthy, Lazard for sure. You know, I'm not gonna dip into their tight ends by any means, but yeah, I think that Aaron Jones and Dylan should both be started and Honestly, same with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's not great production, but the matchup next week is just so, so good. Like, yes. And it's a division game. It'll mean so much more for the Packers than it will for the Vikings. Like the the Vikings could call it at halftime and it's not going to mean anything to their season, but it's going to mean everything to the Packers. So, yeah, give me all these Packers options for sure up against Minnesota. I mean, it's just been a cake matchup to stream against all year long.
1: So let me throw one out to you. Aaron Jones or Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson gets these Dolphins.
0: probably stevenson i mean stevenson's been a really solid option i mean he's been he's carried people to the playoffs to potential championship week so yeah i i i gotta go with stevenson there okay. jones may be ranked higher in some people's rankings for sure i mean i could i could see that but that's you know more of a you know name basis type of decision mm-hmm all right, next up, we got uh, the Raiders and the Steelers. Raiders blew a nice eight-game leg for me. That was beautiful. Really appreciated that on that last drive, guys. That was awesome. Derek Carr only needed three interceptions to make it happen. No big deal.
1: Cold-weather car man, never fails. He sucks in the cold weather.
0: Well, yeah, he, I, I've got no one else to start. It's a super flex league, and Jimmy got hurt, so, you know, I'm stuck with what I got.
1: Yeah, uh, no, but I hear you.
0: But, again, that team, oh. precarious position, but looks like it's moving on. So, Thanks, Derek Carr. You, you know, you didn't completely sink me. You threw a touchdown at you, least.
1: You're behind me in this game, right?
0: I'm what at 519. I'm at 519, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, okay. So, so then you just missed it. The, the, there was just a massive – oh, shit. There was just a massive hit. Oh, oh yeah, really? I saw it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I was more keen on the uh, Michael Pittman catch before that because that I'm in trouble now. I'm in trouble. Someone get a touchdown. All right, so Derek Carr, let's start with um, with Derek Carr and the the Raiders suck. I mean, Everything. they were bad. They were suck all fast. bad. But Terrible. again, like you mentioned, it was it's also pretty cold up there in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know. They're going to be playing at home in Vegas against the San Francisco 49ers. It's not, not a, a great matchup. <laughs> not a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a good matchup for Carr. It is a pretty good matchup for receivers. They're top 10 in yards allowed to receivers and top 10 for receptions allowed two receivers. You saw McLaurin come down with a touchdown this week. You saw Jan Dotson come down with a touchdown this week. They performed well. I feel like, I, I kind of feel like we should be trusting, you know, Devontae Adams, although he's been bad, pretty easy guy to trust given the name basis. But I mean, Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, I feel like should be in our, uh, in our cards for next week as well.
1: Yes, Waller. Uh, I do want to bring him up. To so the last two weeks, you know, he's been doing pretty well, and like he's played like less than half of the snaps. Like if they mm-hmm. just push that up a little bit to seventy five percent or so, you know, he could have a, a a very big day. Um. So yeah, so I I think Waller is definitely in consideration this week as a as a good tight end to play. Um. Yeah, and and honestly, like I'm I'm not buying into the, the Hunter Renfro four for forty two and a touchdown. Yeah, he can stay safely on your bench. I'm not playing him does he have
0: touchdowns in back-to-back weeks now
1: did he score last week
0: okay he didn't score last week last week he just had one catch for for uh for three I targets sad. i don't think he did but yeah okay I'm,
1: again renfro safely on the bench waller and adams mm. are the only guys i want to start obviously depending on your scenario um mm. oh man uh, derwin james was ejected for that hit by the way
0: oh helmet to shoulder
1: that yeah i just saw it here it just came up he's uh, a yeah, helmet he to shoulder I saw it the whole way. Get
0: out of here, Michael Pittman, you dick. What are you thinking? What are you doing? Get out of get out of here. Damn. Gone. Get.
1: Get. Rough. Uh, yeah, so I, so I, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just to say so so to, you know, depending on your situation, cars and uh, okay streamer, at least they're at home, you know, that I feel mm. better about that. But uh Waller and Adams can go back in your lineup. Like they're they're going to be fine. Adams had what? Nine nine targets, ten targets? Oh yeah, I mean I I think them. it
0: was uh I believe it was 9, I believe it was yeah, 9. So
1: I, I mean think. you know you don't want to really want to get away from that. So yeah, I, I, Adams Waller definitely uh Jacobs as well probably fine. Um I, I again, you know, just on the volume, matchups terrible for him, but just on mm. volume and then Carr, okay streamer if if needed.
0: All right, so I got to ask you some Hunter Renfro then cuz okay. maybe it's just my situation. Hunter Renfro or Richie James next week. Richie James gets Indianapolis. Good decent uh, matchup.
1: Uh probably Richie James, but I feel like Ooh. they're they're probably uh, on the same line for me. They're they're, they're both going to be back in wide receiver threes.
0: Okay. Noah Brown or Hunter Renfro.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a nope. better one. Uh um, Noah Brown
0: gets Tennessee.
1: Yeah, that's such a good matchup. Do uh, well, will they need him though is the problem. Um hmm. Damn, that's a tough one. Pro- I, mm, yeah, probably Renfro because there's there's more mouths to feed in Dallas than there is for Las Vegas. So probably Renfro, but I, I wouldn't want to start either of them.
0: I have I have to pick somebody. <laughs> Renfro <laughs> Sorry, or KJ man. Osborne.
1: Uh oh, damn. Uh hmm, who do the Vikings have? Remind me.
0: Uh the Packers.
1: Oh, uh... Ooh, no, probably Renfro.
0: You see my situation. I'm excited. I, I do. yeah. I'm excited about the touchdown.
1: That's a, yeah, that's a tough one. Damn. Yeah, I, I guess Renfro, but I mean, I, I I don't feel good about that, man.
0: <laughs> I, might, I might still lean Richie James. He did have 12 targets this week. We'll get yeah. to those guys here in a bit. Uh, Steelers, though, let's move over to them. Kenny Pickett, uh, gr- great comeback. Awesome spot. Uh, not somebody that I think you can trust in your lineups under, um, you know, unless you're under immense desperation, you know, if it's up to him or Trace McSorley, hey, fire oh, up Kenny Pickett. You know what rough. I mean? Yes,
1: definitely. But, uh,
0: but Najee Harris had a little bit of a down week, but the volume has still been very consistent. Uh, 16 carries, 53 rushing yards, and also had six catches. So been very well included in the game plan. He he and probably Deontay Johnson probably feel the safest. Firemuth had a slow start, but he, he did finish strong. Um, any key trust or non-trust options for the Steelers for you? Um, they, they get Baltimore on the road Sunday night football.
1: Yeah. I, I like, um, that Fryermuth got back to it this week. He had a really bad week, obviously last week. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, Fryermuth um, definitely trustable tight end Deontay Johnson and Pickens are both very, um, I, I would say if they get good volume, they're fine. If they're only getting five targets or so, I, I, don't really want to trust them. I would say they're probably both going to be top end wide receiver three. You know, maybe bottom end wide receiver two for me. So I I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to play them, but I think they're okay to do so. And as you alluded to, Pickett most certainly do not play Pickett.
0: <laughs> Can't start him. He's you know turnover prone. Uh, they're getting Baltimore, not a great matchup for quarterbacks. Uh, Pick Pickens. I almost forgot about him. I mean, he did have the touchdown again. He's been really solid. I'm trying to, like, you know, imagine the game flow a little bit because it's not going to be the most ideal conditions either. Playing in Baltimore, playing in the harbor in the cold. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess I fire up both of them. I mean, Johnson and Pickens. I mean, like, in this game, also not great weather. All of these guys were really relevant as as far as receptions goes. In a game where Najee had six catches, all these guys still had five catchers or more. So I'll I'll say to go ahead and fire up each of them. There's really, you know, I mean there is some downside the, the quarterback's not great but I feel like if you know you're in a coin flip between these guys and you know another player I am feeling like you know these might be the answers here in, in Johnson Pickens and Fryermouth.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean the the Pickens Johnson's ones you know the ones that that scare me a little bit like would you rather play one of those guys Sutton or Romeo Dobbs one of these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I hmm. I don't know. Lamar, I, I, Lamar I,
0: was trying to play this week so if Lamar is back there that will definitely help the game flow out a lot yeah you know that's true the offense the offense will either be playing from behind for the Steelers uh, because uh Baltimore I think is still trying to fight with uh, the Bengals for the division no yes I believe so yeah so I mean they're they need to win a lot more than the Steelers do they'll be playing at home they'll be playing in prime time. Lamar might have an extra half a day of recovery if that'll do it. I'm not sure, but there was talk of him playing this week. I don't know if we have any update on him for next week, but you know, if he's back, that could definitely help the game flow out quite a bit where those guys become even better assets to start.
1: It's true.
0: Uh, Let's talk uh, Eagles and Cowboys. Wow. What a game. What a game. Gardner.
1: Gardner. Hats off to you, sir. Minshew. Just man, oh this yeah, dude's just electric. I love he, he Dude, is he the best backup quarterback in the league?
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty safe. I mean, because I mean, you just look at his rookie season. He had well over. He had a much better rookie season than Trevor Lawrence did <laughs> his rookie year with the Jacksonville Jaguars with less weapons. You know what if, I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think I think you're he's a team, great asset.
1: If you're a team who needs a quarterback next year, Baker or Minshew.
0: Minshew thousand percent yeah
1: I, I agree like it, it, I don't know there's just something about this dude that he just he just plays well and I, and I think that all the teammates love him which which is like it's called it's, it's like the Taylor Heinecke effect right like the teammates love mm. him so they play a little harder like and, and again I mean not, it's not I think they just get excited the they yeah. you know
0: they, they they get a little bit more pumped up you know like oh this is going to be fun Gardner's in I always love shooting the breeze with Gardner on the bench now we can do it on the field it's going to be great
1: when he was getting on the plane to, to leave to go to dallas uh th- th- there was a video of him just walking and like he looks like he just stepped off a fighter jet and top gun he had like this brown bomber jacket on these jeans like these nice aviator. like this dude yes. just looked like he just got off and it, it, he just like yeah he's like pure sex man just he is awesome.
0: To the danger zone <laughs> he,
1: yeah he looks so cool oh man no, he, he is the man for sure so and he played well
0: Gardner Minshew gets a tip of my cap. You know who gets a wag of my finger is our Bradley Stickler, one of our dynasty analysts. This God damn it, Brad, you drove me nuts on Sunday. He started a bidding war in our dynasty league for Gardner Minshew. It was between me and the the guy that was about to start Trace McSorley. All right. I lost the war. Okay. Brad wanted (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo and a third. You know what he took from the other guy? Alexander Madison for Gardner Minshew, 16 Yikes. minutes before kickoff in a league where the trade goes through
1: automatically. Ooh.
0: yeah. You hurt me, you hurt my feelings, Brad. I'm not wow. mad at I'm not mad at Brad. All right. He was disappointed. He was playing the game. All right. I get it. Bad games with bad rules. This is what can happen sometimes. I mean, like, man, literally being able to trade 15 minutes before your semifinals or your championship game. And to get that huge of an upgrade for a guy in Alexander Madison who, like, literally is nothing to that owner, I, oh man, I'm telling you what, for about 10 minutes there, Brad, I was heated, sir. I was heated. But then I calmed down because, again, it's a game. It's this is a game made for children. We're making money off of it. We're, you know, we're talking podcasts about it and whatnot, but, you know, it's still meant to be fun. So I, I get it. I get it. I didn't, I wasn't giving up my third round pick, you know, at what, you know, at the last minute, literally, She's trying to hold me ransom, unreal. <laughs> but just a reminder, folks, if you don't like the 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 rules in your league, write your commissioner because, believe me, me, me and the commissioner, we're going to be getting on the phone. I'm going to be laying it down. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 16 minutes before kickoff, I was losing my mind. Rough. Anyways, Gardner Minshew, who dropped 30 fantasy points in that league, absolutely amazing. Three for 55 two passing touchdowns yeah he did come down with two reckless interceptions late in the game but that's for football we're talking fantasy Gardner Gardner has been absolutely fun whenever firing him up in his last three starts he now has at least two passing touchdowns are you willing to roll him out next week the Eagles have I think we already talked about who the Eagles have the Saints at home Saints at home not an ideal matchup for for QBs though
1: it's not, um, but I think the Eagles pose a very good offensive, um, you know, matchup for the Saints. So, yeah, I, I'm still going to roll them out next week if, if Hurts is is, um, is out. And in this league that I'm fighting to stay in right now, um, I did have to play Minshew because I had Hurts. So, yeah, I'm just going to roll out Minshew, not even overthink it if Hurts isn't playing.
0: What about Miles Sanders? He did not have a good game. 21 for 65, also not a good matchup for yeah. uh, running backs.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're still going to play him due to. I mean, he had 21 carries. I mean, the, that that 65 yards because it could have easily been 95. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're still going to start him due to how many opportunities he's probably still going to get.
0: And then Tony Pollard, he got us here. Might be banged up. Might be hurt. Seems like we're probably gonna have to wait before we can answer the question if we're gonna start him. But uh, I would say we're probably less optimistic at this point. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a wait and see approach here, but yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's a downer for sure. I mean, Tony Pollard has been very good all season long. So yeah, it's a definitely a downer that, you know, he's a little banged up, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see if he does play, probably still fire him up depending on your situation, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, big boost for Zeke potentially. If, uh, if you're still in with, with Zeke, you know, if, if Pollard isn't playing, then that's a, it's a massive boost to Zeke.
0: Well, I, I mean, he's, been still a reliable start even with Pollard there. He did have a touchdown this week uh with him banged up, but yeah, I mean I I think you'd still be rolling him out, you know, if you made it this far. Uh with Zeke, he's probably going to be in your starting lineup. Uh the Cowboys next week get Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. screen is so small.
1: Cowboys get the uh where am I at here? Uh Titans Thursday night football.
0: Very top of the list. That's why. Very top, very bottom. Been an issue on this board here. <laughs> so Thursday night, also getting the short week. Not super ideal. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dallas, or I'm sorry, not Dallas, Tennessee, not been a very good matchup for running backs. That might be actually a little problematic for Zeke, but all the receivers should be in line for a big day. CD had a big one here. 10 for one, 22 receiving touchdowns. Gallup also had a receiving touchdown. Who are we feeling? I mean, obviously we're starting C.D. Lamb next week for sure, but out of this, the rest of this group here, who do you feel comfortable rolling with?
1: Um, comfortable with? I I hmm. guess. Oh, shit. I Noah guess Brown? Gallup. <laughs> no, yeah, not not Noah Brown. Um, I guess Gallup. Uh, you know, uh, he could get there. Um, I actually think Dalton Schultz if Pollard's out. I think Dalton Schultz actually could, could take a, a bigger uh, piece of the pie. You know, he was a little disappointing mm-hmm. this week, three for 43, you know, but he's a guy that I think you could roll out and feel a little better about if Pollard's out. That's that's probably my my biggest winner if Pollard doesn't play. But, I mean, as far as trusting guys, I think Schultz is okay. Gallup is probably the only other wide receiver I'd want to touch besides Lamb, but mm-hmm. I, I, if, I wouldn't want to play Gallup, but I think you can.
0: Get out of bounds. Get out of bounds. Oh, no, that's not good. That is not good for me.
1: Yeah, I need the Chargers to score a touchdown here, so they don't kick a field goal because this uh, dude I'm playing has the kicker. So
0: I think they're saying he was out of bounds. All right, sorry, I don't want to get too off track. here <laughs> paying attention to that. I'm, I'm literally like waiting, to, like find out if he's out of bounds. We're, we're, we we got to do our show
1: here. Um Ooh, I think he did step out. I'm looking at the replay. It looks like <coughs> yeah, it looks like he steps out.
0: Thank goodness, boy, that helps. We got a long way to go here. All right, so yeah, we're we're pretty much firing up most of our assets here as long as they're healthy for Dallas players yeah. that I would be not on Noah Brown, potentially Michael Gallup. You know, if you have better options, because obviously you're going to see a big focus from Lamb. But I agree with you if Pollard's out, then Schultz and Gallup should be more included. But yeah, don't get cute with T.Y. Hilton, who had a big play, one for fifty-two, or Noah Brown. We're still uh, out on those guys. Zeke also could be a, a potential bench, bench candidate pending your options because, like I said, the Titans are also a very good matchup for uh, stopping the run. Yep. All right, next up we got the 49ers and the Commandos. Uh, Commandos, 7-7-1 seven, seven, on the season. They are still in it but took a big beating here from the 49ers. Uh, what are your thoughts about the, the Commanders going forward here? What's the situation at quarterback, and how are we feeling about Week 17?
1: haven't really read much about the quarterback situation yet um obviously they took Heineke out and put in Wentz Wentz looked mm-hmm. okay 12 for 16 123 and a touchdown so he had a he, he came in and actually looked feasible to to play for them so i i do mm-hmm. think it's probably a 50/50 shot right now at at who's the starting quarterback i i Honestly, I hope Rivera kind of goes around and asks, you know, because again, they're, they're still in the seventh seed, you know, they, they control their own destiny. All they have to do is win out. So I, th- I hope he goes around and asks who they want to start at quarterback, honestly, because, you know, you're, you're going to play hard. Let's
0: get it. Let's get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, I, I just think that they're going to play harder for a guy that they want in there. So I, I hope he does that. Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't read too much about it. it. It didn't sound like Rivera really knew what he wanted to do yet as well. So I guess we'll see on that. But um, Heineke was OK. He just he makes some dumb decisions. You know, that's why he's not a technical starting quarterback in the NFL. Like he, he's just kind of here by default with Washington. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, you know, what happens moving forward. But I do think as far for the wide receiver's sake, uh, Heineke or Wentz are fine. You know, they both targeted. McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel—like they all targeted each one of them. So I, I don't think it's better or worse for for um, any of the wide receivers, depending on who they start.
0: Feeling really good about the receivers, especially McLaurin and Dotson. Curtis Samuel did still have a touchdown in this game, but I I don't believe I want to go back to the well with Curtis Samuel in in Week 17. They're getting the Browns. I feel like again could be a little bit of a slower. Um, Slower game flow, you know, playing in the cold in DC. Yep. Gonna be a, a chilly New Year's. Uh Logan Browns Thomas. also have a
1: bad run defense as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh Brian Robinson and Gibson could have a pretty good uh tandem day. Um I, I do think I think actually Brian Robinson is gonna have a, a very big day uh for them. I mean this you know, he ran the ball twenty two times. I know he only had fifty eight right. yards, but you know, if you're if you're running the ball twenty plus times against these Browns, you know, I, I expect him to at least have seventy five yards and hopefully find Pater.
0: No, I I agree. I think he'll have a, a solid Week 17. Lots of volume should be there for him, and Gibson could be live as well. Again, you know it's going to really come down to your other options, whether they're going to be in your lineups or not. Uh, anyone for the 49ers that you are not liking going into Week 17, Ayuk had a good game. Kittle continues to play, play very well with Brock Purdy. He had two touchdowns this week. Of course, you're firing up CMC. I mean, who aren't we starting? Uh... Even Brock Purdy looks pretty good. And they get the Raiders next week, which is like a favorable matchup in pretty much every positional direction.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody that you're not. You know, all the 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 McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, Purdy, I think you play all them, and I don't think you play anybody else. I'm not taking Juwan Jennings or any of those guys. Sure, either. yeah. No. Yeah, so, so all, the, all the main characters for uh, San Francisco, I think you just fire them up and feel good about it.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, let's uh, pay some bills really quick, and we'll be right back with more re- uh, reactions from Week 16. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, for the d-gens only, try your luck at the WinBet's parlay wheel. They've got great promos, odds, payouts, and they're all happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, you can sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. It's limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Don't forget to enter the SGP mini helmet contest from now until the end of the year. Just go to sports slash helmet to enter that sports gambling slash enter. You will be seeing one soon sitting right here. I'm going to put it on a uh, little uh, shelf. I-, I got one ordered. So as soon as it gets here, uh, we'll have one sitting behind me.
0: Nice. Right on. All right. Next up, we've got uh, the Houston uh, Texans and the Tennessee Titans Texans upset Tennessee 19 to 14. Uh not really too much to take away from these two teams because I feel like these are not really two teams you really want to be involved with going into week 17. You're outside in, of Derrick Henry. I was going to say in no situation, the next words out of my mouth. In no in no situation are you starting or I'm sorry, benching, excuse me, Derrick Henry, but with Malik Willis at quarterback with with Mills and Jeff Driscoll trading off, you know, the duties at QB, like who can we really trust for from the receivers? or running backs other than Henry out of this matchup for next week?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I think you already hit on it. Nobody. Like, I don't want to start anybody in this game outside of Derrick Henry. Not one single person.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Moore was fun while it lasted, but Brandon Cooks is back. He took a touchdown this week. The quarterbacks are spreading the ball around. You don't have Damian Pierce there to kind of, like, you know, provide the offense a safe floor to just be someone that just kind of moves the chains and keeps the offense on the field for a little bit. Obviously, it worked out well for them. They got a win this week, but it was, I think, more indicative of the poor quarterback play from the Titans. So, yeah, yeah, you're not starting any receivers, either of these quarterbacks from either of these teams, and I there's no way I'm starting any running back from Houston next week either.
1: Nope.
0: Pretty this, simple one there. Damn it. Oh, <sighs> Hey, no touchdown for Keenan. So, you know, woo, we live on. Yeah,
1: yeah. I did not not need the kicker to get points there. Sorry, bud. (laughs) Yeah, not great, Bob.
0: Well, it's either three or one, right? Because he would have gotten the pet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I would obviously much rather have this. So I'm currently right now winning 129 to 126. Oh, God. Chargers defense, please score a touchdown somewhere.
0: (laughs) So next up, we have another situation where, you know, the trust options feel pretty limited for week 17. And we're looking at the Ravens and the Falcons. Falcons uh, lose this one 17 to nine Desmond Ritter a little bit of a better day 22 for 33 over 200 passing yards and he got seven catches over to Drake London I don't want to trust that on a repeat for next week though play in Arizona they're playing at home but can, do you really feel you can trust Drake London in week 17 with the total season that he's put together the question mark at quarterback
1: I feel like if your league starts two wide receivers and one flex, no. If you are starting any more than that, then yes, Mm. potentially. If it's a three wide receiver league, I think London could be your third wide receiver. I don't wanna I don't necessarily trust him, but Mm. I mean, he's the best option they got in the receiving core. So I mean if anybody's gonna get targets, it's gonna be Drake London. So yeah, I'm okay starting him if you have to start more than two wide receivers in your league.
0: Okay, I I don't I don't want to be on with them. I feel like we'll probably have better options. Maybe we can pull some up here, play the game a little bit here. Drake London or Amari Cooper.
1: Drake London. Uh, Washington has good defense, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think if they both get the same amount of targets, Drake London has a better day.
0: George Pickens, Drake London.
1: Hmm, that's a better one. Uh, probably still take Drake London. I think he's going to get more targets.
0: Jacoby Myers or Drake London?
1: Drake London. I'm taking Jacoby.
0: So I'm taking Jacoby. I'm taking Pickens. I'll take Drake London over Mari Cooper. I hate a Mario Cooper. Uh, <laughs> Gabe Davis or Drake London.
1: Oh, Gabe Davis. His, his ceiling is just so much higher. I know he's a he's yeah. a very much boomer bust kind of guy, but yeah, Gabe Davis.
0: Okay. So the majority of those, yeah, I would, I would fade um London. I would fade London. All right. So for the Ravens here, ugh, JK Dobbins, bit of a down week, but still yeah, disappointing. You know, Yeah, he's included a fair amount, though, still. I mean, obviously, they split, like, the running right down the middle, including Tyler Huntley. He had 11 carries. Dobbins had 12 carries. Edwards had 11 carries, like, completely even. I feel like we should be able to trust Dobbins up against Pittsburgh next week just because I feel like, as far as, like, the usage goes, he's going to be included quite a bit. I don't know if I trust Gus Edwards. I don't know if I want to go back to the well with him. And I really don't want to trust any receiver other than, again, Mark Andrews. But I feel like, again, we can get off of him. Like, I I know it may be difficult, but, you know, you probably start like Taysom Hill over Mark Andrews at this point.
1: Man, uh, if. I mean, I don't have Mark Andrews anywhere that I have to start him, but I, I don't I don't think I can sit Mark Andrews, um, especially if Lamar Jackson's back. If Jackson's back, then obviously I feel way better about Andrews, but I'm still going to take him. He's definitely their best option. I mean, it's just it, – it it's not pretty for sure, and, and you know you're going to take your lumps, but I, I think I'd still take Andrew over, uh, over Taysom Hill.
0: Well, you know you're going to take your lumps because you've been doing it for four weeks. <laughs> three like- for five this week, three for seven the prior week, week 14, two for six, week 13 – Four for seven. Uh, that game he actually had over like double-digit fantasy points. Uh, you know, the scoring in this one, you get points for breathing. But still, like, you know, uh, these yeah these last four games have been pretty bad. Uh, even the game before that, four for seven and just 50 receiving yards. That's pr- not bad for a tight end, don't get me wrong. But uh, he has not been what Mark Andrews is supposed to be. Uh, let's play the game. Let's take a look. Let's take a peeps. Top five options, you know, you're starting over him for sure. George yep. Kittle, what the hell, Taysom Hill? They have him as like top five right now for some reason. This rankings I'm looking at, oh, that was just a joke. Um,
1: I mean, he did oh. have that one massive week, so I mean, you know. <laughs>
0: well, he also had a, he had a touchdown this week too. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Fryermuth or Mark Andrews?
1: Uh, remind me again who the Steelers play?
0: They play the Ravens.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. Mm.
0: Same game. I go Muth.
1: Man, I'd probably still take Andrews.
0: Evan Ingram or Mark Andrews? Evan Ingram. Why was that one so much easier?
1: I mean, look what Evan Ingram's been doing. He's just been so much more involved in, in that offense, and the offense is so much more high-powered right now than, than Baltimore
0: has been. Pat Friermuth is like Kenny Pickett's like, favorite target.
1: Yeah, and, and what did he do last week? He got like no points. That's true. Uh, true. So, so, I mean, again, like I – mean, Evan Ingram's playing what... with
0: a better quarterback.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is what the the tight end landscape is, right? Like we're just like, well, he could probably have a good game, but he could also just have no points. <laughs> Darren,
0: Darren Waller or Mark Andrews? Uh,
1: Mark Andrews. Yeah. Oh, Darren it. Waller.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard or Mark Andrews?
1: Mm. Mark Andrews. Taking Goddard.
0: Andrews and, and is man down.
1: This should show everybody you need to get an elite onesie positional player and not worry about it. Like, I have Kelsey in a couple leagues. You Don't don't even think about it. You just put him in there, and it is what it is, right? Like, I, just-
0: I have Mahomes and Allen in uh, the Super Flex League that is set for the finals. <laughs>
1: so, I feel you. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you just you need to make sure you get – and, again, like, beginning this season, Mark Andrews would have been a top – is a top three mm. option, you know, right? Like, so I know that's a bad situation – you know, a bad – example i guess but you know this is just why it's important to be elite at your onesie position if possible
0: i'm only starting jk dobbins that's for sure andrews is not playing like a top five tight end he's still going to be ranked ranked like one because of his accolades and the name brand but he is not playing like a top five tight end right now i don't want to treat him as such going into the fantasy finals rip the name off the jersey i feel you uh next up we've got the lions and the panthers Lions next to the Raiders were one of my bigger disappointments this week. Um, lost uh, five, yeah, five gamer uh, they, that they cut me down on. That was not, that was lovely. Appreciated that. Uh, Panthers just ran it all the way down oh the Lions. Yeah. How, how many yards? Run, 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 300 run. Three
1: hundred something, right? <laughs>
0: so we'll we'll start with them. Donta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard both ran for over a hundred uh, yards this week. Foreman one sixty five. Hubbard one twenty five. Sam Darnold also ran for a touchdown. Raheem Blackshear also ran for a touchdown. Foreman also ran for a touchdown. Run, run, run came the Panthers. Who do we feel good about firing up for next week out of this group? I feel like we've we've kind of moved on from DJ Moore being like a question mark to like a reliable start. Um, but what about this, uh, this group of running backs here? How are we feeling about Foreman and Hubbard?
1: Um, so Foreman Hubbard both had career days, which is awesome. Two two running backs that both have career days in the same weeks is uh is is pretty cool. But um let's see, the Panthers get they're playing Tampa uh, the Bucks. Ooh, not good. Don't want to start either of them, to be fully honest with you. Um if I had to pick one of them to start, I guess it's Foreman, but Hubbard looked Hubbard looked pretty good um hubbard
0: I, hubbard low-key has actually been a little bit more consistent than yeah. uh, foreman these past couple of weeks
1: foreman just gets so, more carries
0: he does he does but Chubb chubba's just been really involved and he's had the big play ability so this week obviously the 12 for 125 last week he only had four carries but he had three catches for 57 yards which is much better than foreman who had a ton of carries but no yardage and then against seattle Chubba had a touchdown, 14 for 74, and he had three catches for 25 yards. So he was pretty close to the century mark. Uh, But between the two, I I think I'd probably lean toward Chubba.
1: Yeah, I guess you got to figure out how the game flow is going to go, because if they are going to be behind, which they did beat the Bucs earlier this year, I believe. Right. And this
0: is this is legit for the division. The division is going to be on the line in this game.
1: So I, I guess, you know, if you're thinking that the Bucks are going to be ahead, Hubbard's probably the better play. If you think that the mm-hmm. Panthers are going to win this game, then Foreman's probably the better of the two to take. So I, I believe... Guess, game flow. Sorry,
0: sorry, uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I believe Foreman had a pretty strong game up against Tampa. Yeah, he did. 15 for 118 and then 2 for 27 in the air. Pretty solid.
1: So, yeah, you know, guess at the game flow, I guess. Um, but I, I think both of them both of them could be decent options but i i also in my mind can see both of them having bad games against this tampa you know, if if tampa comes out and plays very well and they mm. and the panthers get down in this game a lot uh i could see them both not doing very well um you know going very pass heavy but then i guess that that's going to lean towards towards hubbard so take your pick on on you know how you feel the game flow is going to go
0: I don't know, looking at this, these game logs now from their previous game, I'm kind of sold on just firing them both up. Chubba went nine for 63 in a touchdown in that game and two, had two catches for 10 receiving yards. So we've seen it. The game, the, the game plan's been there to have them included up against Tampa. So mm-hmm. fire them both up, fire up DJ Moore. This is not any indication that you should start Sam Darnold from either of us. No. What are we doing with uh, the Lions though? pretty precarious situation with the receivers other than you know Amon-Ra the running back situation is difficult to gauge right now and Jared Goff while he did lose he played really good he had three passing touchdowns i don't think that either of us are in on Zane Zilstra is, <laughs> no. is that is yeah. that fair okay no yeah <laughs> but but like we said the the situation it's precarious who to trust other than Amon-Ra who's the guy for you or ga- ga- you know guy or gals
1: yeah, sure, gals. Um, yeah, yeah man, they, they do play the Bears next week. No offense to your Bears, but their no, defense bad. Is, is not great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously you're firing up Amra. You can fire up Jared Goff. Um, I think you – man, honestly, I'd want to steer clear of both the running backs, but I think I'd rather have the swift part. Well, Jamal Williams. S- that, somebody's like a got to score
0: run. on the ground for – the lions next week, the bears rushing defense is awful. Someone's got to score on the ground for sure.
1: Yeah. I, I think I'd rather start Swift over Jamal. I don't know. Th- something looks wrong with Jamal. I, I just, I don't know. There's, I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but man, he just, he, he led the team in rushing
0: attempts with, with just seven, you know, but yeah,
1: seven for like, 11. He just didn't look good. It, it looks like there's, I, I don't know if he's like, if he was sick a little bit, maybe, or so, he just mm. looks sluggish out there. I, I, I don't know. There's something, it, it didn't quite look right. Um, You know, it, it, I mean, because he's been good. I mean, is he still leading the league in rushing touchdowns?
0: I can find out here pretty quickly for you, but I, I think he's still leading. I would think, I would, think, I would think so because um, I think he had a pretty good he had a pretty good gap.
1: I think he had a two touchdown lead on Derrick Henry, I believe, and Henry scored once. Um, he he might be tied with somebody now, but yeah, I think I'd rather start Swift over the two. Um, don't feel good about that, but honestly, yeah. I don't want to start anything.
0: <laughs> he has a one touchdown lead on Jalen Hurts and Derrick Henry.
1: Okay, yeah, so I mean, he said which is crazy, he was 150 to one beginning of the year to lead the NFL in touchdowns. That's it's crazy. uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, I don't really want to fall on the DJ Chark trap because again, like he could, he, he's like a Gabe Davis to me, he's boomer bust, he's either going to do this or he's going to do you know, three for for 30 yards. Like, I right. so I, I don't want to start anybody that's not Amara or Jared Goff, and I'm okay starting Swift.
0: I feel like we should be okay starting either running back as long as you know nothing pops up about Williams being out because they get into the red zone. I, I gotta imagine he's going to be used against them. Like, let me look at his last game up against the Bears, uh, duh, 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 duh. Chicago. He went sixteen for fifty nine and a touchdown, and that was a stretch that started a four game stretch of consecutive touchdowns. And in that stretch, he had
1: oh wait. Jamal, Seven
0: six touchdowns.
1: Jamal Williams injured his leg in the game. Uh, uh, I don't see much of an update, but I just I just researched or I just searched it and it says yeah, Jamal if, Williams injured his leg.
0: If he were to be out, then that would make <laughs> Swift like a potential top five play next week
1: for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, keep your eye on on Jamal Williams. You know, with the injury, but yeah, I mean, maybe that's why. I mean, I mean, maybe because I thought he was, I thought I saw him in there towards the end of the game, but um, I don't know. Maybe my eyes deceived me, but he just didn't look good.
0: He's a definite, a definite flex play for me if he's healthy and good to go up against Chicago. He had a good game up against them before. Not elite volume, but when they get down in the, into the red zone, like the Bears are going to crumble. They're not trying to win games, so yep, pretty pretty simple one there. But I'm with you. I don't want to trust those receivers. I do think that DJ Shark could catch a touchdown in that game. Monra will be dealing with a lot of Jalen Johnson and probably Jaquan Brisker on the doubles. I feel like that should still open up some opportunity for DJ Shark, but again, it's a more risky flex play. I mean, tread lightly. Mm -hmm. If I if it was between him and a a, you know decently volumed running back like one of those Carolina running backs, I'd go with one of those guys. All right, next up we got the Bengals and the Patriots. You know, not really too much for me to take away here. I think that we gained a little bit more trust from Jacoby Myers. I'm not buying into the Kendrick Bourne uh, production. Stevenson mm-hmm. had a down week. Maybe that's a blessing because he could bounce back up against the Dolphins, who are gonna be what I feel like a good matchup for Stevenson, for Myers, maybe a one of the back end receivers. I don't know who it's gonna be. I'm not gonna, again, I'm not gonna trust Kendrick Bourne here. So really for me, for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers is the only guy that really moved any needles. I, I'm still gonna be starting Stevenson Jacoby. next week.
1: Jacoby, the reason I don't know if you saw that that touchdown play that it got knocked mm-hmm. down, but two into his hands for the touchdown. So, I mean, that right. th- it was a fluky touchdown, but yeah, I, I would still say he's the better of the two between him and Bourne.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's He's been getting consistent volume when he's healthy and he's playing all of his snaps. There was a couple weeks ago where he was hurt and he was still trying to play and he was still getting like meaningful production in fan well on the field for us in fantasy, etc. So, mm hmm. I'm, I'm still trusting Jacoby Myers. I feel like he'll be a strong flex play for next week. Again, good matchup up against the Dolphins. And, I mean, what Bengals player are you not going to start next week? I think Tyler that's... Boyd's
1: a question for me. You know, I, if you don't okay. have to start him, I wouldn't. Um, but that's a guy that I guess you could still start. But, I mean, all, all the regular guys, Burrow, Mixon, Higgins, um, Chase, you're, you're firing all them up.
0: But are you can are you believe, continuing to believe that Trenton Irwin is gonna continue to take away production here? I mean, he had two t- he had two touchdowns in this game, he had three catches. Feels like that type of production should be going to a Tyler Boyd or a T Higgins.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I'm I'm not gonna trust Irwin. I do still think he's gonna get some targets, but I, I don't think I mean obviously two touchdowns, that's out of the realm of possibilities again. It ain't gonna happen again. So I'd obviously rather start Boyd, um just mm-hmm. more more reliable guy as far as, you know, a uh, relationship right. with Burrow. But it is annoying that Trenton Irwin is getting these targets. You know, it's those should just all be going. Fiker, you know, um, it's not fair. Yeah, it's not focusing fair. on Higgins and Chase, right? Like, right. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not starting him. And I'm also not trusting that he's going to do anything like he did this week.
0: Yeah, I'm not trusting or indicating you should have him in your lineups going forward here. I'm just was more curious that, like, you know, is he continuing? Is he going to continue to be that nag? Stop it, Keenan. Fumble the ball, Keenan. Come on, brother. Please help me out. God. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm getting scared. Justin's getting scared. Uh, Yeah, Boyd would be the only one I wouldn't consider starting, but still probably a strong flex candidate. Go playing up against Buffalo on Monday night. I mean, do we expect that one to be like, you know, the big dance? Like, you know, they're putting up 50, 50 points for Buffalo, us. Buffalo, right? Uh, no, I believe it's in Cincinnati. Is, is it in Cincinnati? It's in Cincinnati. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, I mean, weather could still be a factor, you know, we'll see how cold and if it gets windy or anything in that game, obviously the bad thing is it's a Monday night game. So you can't really wait on that as well. Right. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Boyd's flex option, but I wouldn't want to start him.
0: Okay. That went to Parham. Go Parham. Go Parham. Go.
1: There's a flag down. I see that.
0: I see that move us forward 15 yards so keenan can't touch it
1: no holding chargers (laughs) all right okay
0: okay 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 we can we can live with that okay uh yeah you're firing up joe burrow there's no reason to ever sit joe burrow yep all right moving on uh the giants and the vikings vikings i mean man tough team to, to to sit some players here you're never really sitting tj you're never sitting jj these back-end players finally decided to be, you know, roster cloggers again, K.J. Osborne, Adam Thielen, but you're firing up Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins, no matter the matchup, they're playing the Packers next week. Any arguments there? I mean, I know you're not a big Adam Thielen guy, so you're not going to bat for him.
1: No, um, but I agree with you there. I mean, it, Cook's actually had a pretty down down year overall, Um, you know, compared to where he was drafted ADP-wise at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. So, I mean, but I still think, obviously, if you made it this far, you're still going to, you know, ride out with Cook. Um, so, yeah, I agree. You know, you're starting Hawkinson, Jefferson, Cook, and Cousins. Um, if you have to start Adam Thielen or <sighs> – no, I, I I can't even do it. I can't even, like, straight, <laughs> straight face when I say that. I mean, he was one for six. Adam Thielen dust. dust. Um, I'm not starting Adam Thielen.
0: I know you don't like him. I'm, I'm, I'm not the the biggest advocator for him. You know, there, there's definitely weeks I feel like you can start him. I don't think next week is one of them. I don't think so. I mean, especially after what we saw for this week, you know, you'd be feeling really, really dirty about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off. Yeah, fire up all the usual candidates for the Vikings going forward. The Giants, interesting scenario here with these receivers. Richie James had eight catches. Isaiah Hodgins had eight catches, and Darius Slayton still included had four catches for 79 receiving yards. Um, Barkley was included. He had eight catches for 49. I mean, literally every receiver other than Dan, Dan Ballinger. Was right at the 50 yard marker or more for receiving. And Hodgins also had a touchdown. How are we feeling about these guys? Obviously, the matchup was Swiss cheese, uh, you know, for uh, the, the Vikings defense here. Next week, the Giants take on the Colts at home. And that's a good matchup for receivers as well.
1: Yes. Um, I'd obviously still prefer Slayton over any of these other guys. Um, If you have to pick one, like I kind of, Isaiah Hodgkins, man, he's like making a name for himself. He catches like everything that's thrown to him. So he has very good hands. Um, I actually kind of might want to start Hodgkins over Richie James, um, but I prefer Slayton over both of them.
0: I prefer Slayton the most just because he's the big A dot guy. But man, Richie James has been, he's been playing pretty well. And outside of, I think it was a, a bad matchup. I'm going to pull up his game log here. I think it was outside of his bad matchup either last week or the week before. Man, they really bury Richie James on that James list. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, man, it's really not that bad. So this week was, you know, career day, 8 for 12. Uh, I don't believe he's ever had more than double-digit targets in his career. I don't know why I'm going back and looking at that, but it's a super rare thing even if he does. Uh, So, yeah, 8 catches this week. Last week, 4 for 5, 42. That was a down week. The week before that, Nine for seven with a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Against the Eagles for 61 yards. The week before that, a little bit more, again, mediocre. uh, Five fantasy points, three catches, 20 yards. But the two weeks before that in 12 and 11, he also had a touchdown again. And he's, I mean, I don't really need to buy into this, but he's listed as the uh, the first uh, wide receiver on the depth chart. I don't know.
1: Yeah, these wide receivers feel like Russian roulette to me, right? You put a bullet in the chamber, agree. you're spinning it, and you're you're shooting. You know, hopefully you 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 pick correctly there. So it's, yeah. I, again, I mean, I agree with you, Slayton over both of them. Um, but I I don't know, man. I I have a good feeling about Hodgkins again. I mean, I, he can. Um, him and James are are very similar to me, but, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to play either of them if possible.
0: Going up against the Colts, you know, man, I gotta imagine that Slayton's gonna open things up for both of those guys. You know, because they're, they're better secondary defenders, are like Stephon Gilmore, they're better. Like in the the deeper you go, the deeper in the field you go, the better that they get. You know what I mean? So I feel like Slayton actually might be the guy yep. that maybe kind of shields them and gets James and Hodgkins a little bit more, a um, little bit more production in Week 17. So, man, I don't know. It's, it's interesting scenario there. It's really going to come down to your other options. But I, I honestly, I think each of those guys guys have a relatively safe floor next week. Call me crazy next up we've got to, uh, seattle and the chiefs man gino where did you go bro pro bowl gino didn't I guess show he wrote up
1: back now huh he wrote back i
0: guess yeah he wrote back <laughs> uh he did not come to come to play this week just 215 passing yards touchdown and interception i know that at one point he was hurt um i guess we'll start with him in the seahawks i mean are you going to feel comfortable about rolling him out next week Again, he's been very reliable for fantasy owners this season, having a great year. I'm trying to pull up their opponent, uh, s- New York Jets at home. Ooh, Are you going to be hard, trusting him up against a hard defense? Pass.
1: Hard pass, nope. he says. Hard, hard pass. pass. Nope. I'll, I'll start DK um, just because he, <laughs> he, he's getting the the Terry McLaurin, Taylor Heineke treatment where he's being hyper-focused, um, you know, targeted I, now. So I'll start DK, but um, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and leave Geno on the bench against the Jets.
0: Let's see, Geno, damn, one, two, three, four, five, six, QB six on the season. I mean, it's not a great matchup. I, I mean, I don't have like some strict argument against it because you're you're playing the Jets and it's not. I mean, super the Jets ideal. defense
1: is better than the Chiefs defense, right?
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And no, he no, just him. went
1: 215, one and one. Like, I, I just, I, I could see this being the stat line next week.
0: Okay, yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, so if you're if
1: if you can live with that, more power to you. But I think there's probably better options out there.
0: Yeah, again, very tough with him being the QB six on the season. But uh, I think you're right. I don't think it's a very good matchup. I think if you have other options to get on board with, uh, Geno Smith would be the the guy to fade there. Uh, Ken Walker, he'll. Uh, it's not a great start up against the Jets next week, but he he came back down to earth, 26 for 107, back to the the Ken Walker norms of this season. So that was nice to see. And I agree with you. Yeah, you're starting DK. Man, rest in peace uh, for those that started Marquise Goodwin this week. Uh, Oh, man, so many questions about that. So many people would ask,
1: like, Goodwin or Goodwin or, and I'm like, "Ah, probably Goodwin, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) I did not say
0: probably Goodwin. I still said Goodwin was goose-eggable, and that is exactly what he did. (laughs) Uh, I just, It was if you had other options. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could come up with a player that you would start him over, but try to read the room. Uh, Not trusting any of these other guys, Laquan Shredwell, nope. I mean, nope. Noah Fant did have the touchdown. He did have the touchdown. Touchdown dependent option here. Would you roll him out next week?
1: Oh, man. Oh. Preferably not. Uh, he's going to be high end, tight end two for me, but uh, preferably not. No, I, I'd rather start Taysom Hill over him.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I can get behind that. Um, he'll definitely be low on the list, but he'll be ahead of some other guys as well. Um, he's not going to be a top 10 play. Yes. Go, 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 go. Take it to the house. Take it to the house.
1: Did they just intercept it?
0: He did. Yeah. Oh, thank God.
1: That's two more points for me.
0: And they're in their own red zone as well. I I just wanted him to to go to the end zone so that Keenan couldn't come in and steal a touchdown.
1: (sighs) Damn, too bad they couldn't score on that. Oh, that would have been massive for me. Massive. Update up six now.
0: (sighs) I'm only up four. I need Keenan to not do anything. Oh my God, it's probably not going to happen. But if we can get into a situation here where the Colts keep doing this, oh
1: boy. Well, man, Nick Foles ain't in Philadelphia anymore.
0: No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. He's taking big dick Nick supplements now.
1: <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> he's on that Viagra. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's 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 hitting the subscription uh. for sure. All right, <laughs> don't throw it to Keenan. Don't throw it to Keenan. Yeah, slide into the ground. Slide into the ground. Oh it.
1: God, I do need them to score here. Don't kick a field goal. No field goals, <laughs> please.
0: Jordan Palmer, make him a thing again.
1: Josh. All right,
0: next, next up because we've only got a couple of games left here. You're starting all your Kansas City guys, even against Denver. Yes. Uh, Juju had a touchdown against them.
1: Do, I mean, what about Pacheco though?
0: Well, what? Still I guess we should. I guess we should probably touch on that because we kind of just blew by the Chiefs a little bit. But Jarek McKinnon. What the yeah. what the what the f, man? You know how many underdog lineups. He burned down for me this week. This is the first week in probably eight or nine weeks, Andrew. I didn't make a profit on underdog on the oh, battle, battle royale. royale. Oh yeah.
1: man, I actually did pretty. I I had three teams that would score over 115 points, so that was a uh, that was nice.
0: That's super nice. I yep. it was like in the 80s for like oh, everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was brutal. It was brutal,
0: uh, and it was always like just like the one player that burned it like that you know that burned it down like had like four or five points. That should have had like 20 to 30. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I was heavy on Burrow and Hawkinson this week. That, that really helped me.
0: I was heavy on fields. I was heavy on... Um, shit, who did I just say? <laughs> oh, McKinnon. I was getting McKinnon everywhere. I had, I had a McKinnon and, and Mahomes stack. um I think I actually had a Mahomes and Kelsey stack too that didn't work out. Devonta Smith was somebody that I had that you just you know you just didn't get to take advantage of his points. I had him in a lot of spots, so that was sad, but... Uh, but are we starting Jarek McKinnon or Pacheco next week? Oh. Denver, I mean, not ideal spot for either of them, but look what Cam Akers just did. What do we know? What do we trust?
1: Man, yeah, I think they're both startable. Um,
0: McKinnon still had a touchdown, uh, to, to be fair.
1: He did. You know, can this streak continue is the thing, right? Like, is McKinnon just going to continue as score touchdowns? Uh, are they going for it here? This yes. uh,
0: Fourth and one is a huge oh, the spot.
1: For, they got and it, the, and it is a Keenan Allen thing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Dude,
0: I fourth and one is all Keenan all day. But it yeah. was only it was a short game, so I can live yep. with it. Short game. Oh my God. Man. We are hurting. We are hurting. Uh, nope. Um nope, that's it. It's over. He got it. That's it. Because again, in this league, like you get points for fucking breathing.
1: Oh, uh, rough, man. Yeah,
0: he's got 24 points on 10 catches for 103 yards. So that's criminal game over. So unless he gets the ball and fumbles, that's it.
1: Ouch. Uh, go Eckler. Um anyway, back to the <laughs> Chiefs here. Uh Pacek, yeah, I mean again, I think they're both can be startable. Um mm. I honestly, man, I don't know who I'd rather start. I I can't answer that question right now. Um I think they're both startable, but I if if you had to pick one, I'm I'm honestly not sure who I would want to go with. I mean, they both have a different role. They both could be good um yeah i mean that's it's a tough one
0: let's see what they did last time against denver mckinnon had 27 points uh he had se- yeah, seven man, he catches had ridiculous yeah yeah seven catches for 112 for two touchdowns let's see what uh pacheco did Get in, in that game
1: go god please just score a touchdown fucking don't kick the damn goal. pacheco
0: had nine fantasy points 13 for 70 and three catches for 23 so he had 93 total yards in that game you feel good about firing them both up? Feel a little bit better?
1: I, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's okay. I just if if you have to pick, you know, like I mean, th- there could be some people who have both on the team, you know, and only want to start one. I don't know who I'll I'd rather McKinney. start is the problem. I'll uh, go McKinnon. Yeah, just recency,
0: I, recency bias. You look at his ceiling over the last four weeks versus Pacheco. I, I think that kind of clears it up.
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's still it's it's close for me, but I yeah they're both startable, for sure.
0: I'm moving on over to the heart hotel.
1: God dang it. Do not kick that field goal from two yards out. Do not Gene kick
0: that field goal. And Allen broke my heart. Uh, Cleveland Browns, they blew this one. They were up, what is it? Was it 13? No, they were up 10 to three, and they, they wound up losing it. But anyways, I don't know who I trust more from these teams. If it's Watson or Dalton, I don't trust either of them. I don't no. trust Nick Chubb, and I don't trust Alvin Kamara. Uh, I don't trust any of the receivers for either of these teams. Who are you starting in Week 17 out of uh, the Saints and the Browns?
1: Um, I feel like you probably have to start Kamara. Don't want to. Um, you can start Taysom Hill. I feel decent about that. Don't really mm-hmm. want to start anybody else on the Saints. For the Browns, again, they play Washington. Washington has a very good run defense. Uh, they're pretty decent pass defense as well. So I don't, oh man! I mean, Nick Chubb just because he's gonna get the the carries, um, and honestly, I don't really want to start anybody else. But you're probably gonna have to start your Amari Cooper. Don't want to start Najoku. Uh, actually,
0: I, I, I don't want to start Amari Cooper. I don't want to start any of these guys. They're bad. Yeah. I mean, they got a bad quarterback.
1: Najoku. Um, if Washington has a weakness, it is their linebacking core. So mm-hmm. Njoku could have a sneaky appeal. Um, it's probably more of a DFS play than it is a redraft. But um, yeah, I mean, I think Njoku could actually have an okay day. But yeah, outside of Nick Chubb, don't really want to start anybody else. Uh, Washington hasn't let anybody throw for over 200 yards. That, uh, I think that still holds true with the Purdy. Uh, uh, what did Purdy I,
0: do? I don't want to really start Nick Chubb either. I mean, better week, 24, 24 for 92 but he's a touchdown dependent option right now as far as i'm concerned. I don't i still don't think he got did he get double digit points? Who's that? Nick Chubb. I don't think he got i don't think he got double digit points this week.
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: 7.8 mine. Yeah. 7.8. Ouch.
1: Yeah, yeah. He had a, no. a
0: 102 total yards, but man, i just i mean, he's got to find the end zone i think to have a big day and i don't know if i'm going to trust that to happen. He'll still probably be teetering in the, you know, mid RB2 territory. But again, if you have options, I would move off of Nick Chubb. And I don't want to start Alvin Kamara. Juwan Johnson was a disappointment this week, but I feel like he might be the guy to catch a touchdown next week. Uh, You got to be super desperate to to be starting any of these players from either the Browns or the Saints. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up, the Bills and the Bears. You know, the Bills, this is another one of those situations where it's like, who aren't you going to start? you know, we've seen weeks where both Singletary and James Cook have both been down. This is a week that they were both up, and we also saw a bit of a hit to the receivers for the Bills. I think this was just more of the game scenario. Who are you not comfortable with from the Bills for week 17?
1: I don't think there really is anybody I'm not comfortable with. Again, that that game could be a barn burner if that's the case. Everybody mm-hmm. could, could, you know, come home. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think starting Allen – Singletary and Cook are both, you know, startable as well. Um, I think I guess I'd rather take Singletary. Man, you know what? Now, honestly, I might want to start James Cook because I could see the Bengals leading this game. And if that's the case, you know, I think they like James Cook a little bit more in that that passing down role. So I think I'd rather take Cook, but Singletary is completely fine to start. Um, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, and Steph Diggs are startable as well. Uh, I think I saw Steph Diggs on the side of a fucking milk carton. Two for 26. What the hell? What are we doing? Like, it's just, this is your best player and you barely get him involved. Now, granted, they didn't really need to in this game. So I think that that will change. But Stefan Diggs has just not been there, you know, in, in the fantasy playoffs for us yet. I mean, just he's having down games. So obviously you're not going to sit him, but does suck what he's currently doing. So, yeah, I mean, I expect I'll, him to bounce back everybody.
0: against the Bengals. I expect yeah. him to bounce back. It,
1: it's It's very, very doable for sure.
0: Two teams that also don't like each other very much right now, the Bills and the Bengals. So I I think you're going to see a big game from Diggs. Did they play them already this season, actually?
1: No, they can't. They're not in the same Uh, division.
0: For some reason, I thought they did.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's been unimpressive the last three weeks, but I don't see him having another one of these type of weeks in uh, in week 17. I don't know if he's ever had a stretch like this before, actually. No, I'm looking at it.
1: It's it's pretty pitiful currently. Um, the last
0: three games specifically, yeah, have been pretty bad. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be there for us again. I think the the game flow will be uh, trustable. Give me Singletary. I'm going to pass on James Cook next week. Um, I just feel like you you can't trust both guys. I'm going to take my stand with Devin Singletary next week. The receivers, yeah, Davis Diggs, even Knox. I mean, Knox just continues to play well. Uh, I'm I'm going to trust him up against Cincinnati um, again. There's just going to be points available, so it's a good situation to get involved with. Why can't Zach Moss be Dion Jackson? Ouch. <sighs> All right. Uh, last game up here we have is the Jags and the Jets. Jets are going to be getting back Mike White. I feel like that changes things for uh, Garrett Wilson, but does it change anything for anybody else? Like, are you starting anyone other than Garrett Wilson from the Jets?
1: No. Nope same here not at all it's good good matchup for the jags next week texans
0: mm, not so good for trevor lawrence they eat up on quarter they eat up on qbs
1: yeah but i mean so do the jets and lawrence still had a pretty good day against the jets like obviously i'll take the jets defense over the texans defense any day of the week he didn't so pass so for I, a touchdown
0: i mean he ran one I mean, in he but he didn't had pass still
1: not a good fantasy day
0: yeah it was it was okay for sure yeah. he didn't throw a pick so that was, that was good
1: yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I expect him to do better against the Texans for sure. I mean, again, this this offense is firing on, on like all cylinders right now. So right. Um, I like the weapons for the Jags. I think Lawrence will be good. Um, I still think Zay Jones could be a viable option for you as well. I'd put him into mm-hmm. that Richie James kind of deal right there, you know, with all those players. um, I think Christian Kirk could actually have a much better day as well. So yeah, I, I do like the Jags matchup. Um, again, the, you know, the Jags are fighting to get into the playoffs, man. They're going to be throwing all the bullets that they have in the chamber out right now. I mean, they, they, they need to, to win this game. Um, so yeah, I think that, uh, I think the Jags have a very good day.
0: I like the Jags, especially ETN. He'll have a big week next week. Give me yep. Ingram. Give me Kirk. Uh, I don't know about Zay Jones or Marvin Jones next week.
1: It's over under two passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence.
0: Well, is it or two, or or two and go, a half. Let's go two, two and, or, and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, two and a
0: half. So give me, give me two total. Okay. But one of those could be to ETN and one of them could be to a Rando. You know, it could be to Marvin. Um, could be to Dan Arnold. For all I know, it could be to, to Jamichael hasty. Please let Dion play. So sad. This game. I'm Ugh. getting my heart broken here. Oh, nice job, Khalil.
1: Yeah, man. Rip I, his head I, off. I need these points. I'm up by four right now with that with that sack.
0: Rip his head off. I was really like, hoping
1: that he would fumble the ball and they could pick it up and score. That that's for be. not
0: throwing more touchdowns in Chicago, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we could have gone to the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, unreal. All right, well, that's all I got for uh, for this episode. I know it was a little bit of a longer one because we wanted to break into uh, to some Week 17 conversation. Yes. Uh, anything to share before we head out here?
1: um if everyone could uh send me your thoughts and prayers uh for my uh sophomore and juniors best ball team that is advancing to the finals it is 25 man final ranging from 250 dollars if you finish 25th or 10 grand if you finish first so wide wide variety but i got a 1 in 25 shot at 10 grand so appreciate anybody's uh, thoughts and prayers on that and uh also i mean i i had a lot of people hit me up on twitter or just randomly text me you know some of my buddies about uh you know questions whether it's um did they just get the ball back
0: i think they did yeah oh my god Jesus i Christ. believe <laughs> that they did but if they go and look at it they might see that the guy was out of bounds when he grabbed it i don't know how that'll work that's crazy i think the guy that grabbed the ball i think his leg was out of bounds and i don't know if you can do that So we'll see what happened here. But Um, yeah, I think they're about to get the ball back inside the red zone.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, like I was saying, you know, I had a bunch of people hit me up on Twitter stuff and ask me questions about who to start and whatnot. Get into the Discord. um, You know, that's honestly the best thing. And I sent everyone that asked me, I always send them the link and say, here, sign up for the Discord, get in there. Cause I mean, right. it's not, it's not only me, you know, there's a bunch of other people in there answering fantasy questions as well. So it's just the best way to get a bunch of input and you don't have to rely on just one sole person's, you know, opinion on that. So mm-hmm. get into the uh, SGPN discord, hit us up on Twitter. If you don't know how to get in, we can send you a link to get signed up. It's obviously free. There's a bunch of different channels, but get in there and do that. Um, also, obviously don't forget to hit up sports gambling podcast.com. We have tons of articles coming out. Uh, I'll have an underdog one coming out this week. Obviously, you know, we just have a a ton of fantasy shit on there. So um, obviously the championship, you know, it's it's the most important round coming up. So you want to have all the research and and advice that you can. So make sure you get in there, talk to us, hit us up. We're constantly talking fantasy. It's like a live 24 seven group chat. So uh, yeah, definitely get in there.
0: Yep. Jump in the discord. Come follow us on Twitter at SGPN fantasy. You can follow us at the same spot on YouTube, on YouTube, excuse me, at SGPN fantasy football. Take care, be well, be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.